Hey, comedian Adam Newman here, letting you know about Pussy Boys, a brand new podcast I co-host with my funny friends where real men talk about their love of cats. So tune into Pussy Boys on the Seltzer Kings Network and like, listen, subscribe, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. That's Pussy Boys, all Zs. Trust me, you don't want to go where the S's take you. It's gross. question is are you ready for dump 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 I did I did another angle today I did dump 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 mission impossible it's my we don't get it though it's the best mission impossible I can do with dumps in the words so that's that's what we have dump 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 well, uh, I'm presuming right, Mike doesn't want to uh, add his da da dump song, so we're just going to move it ahead. They're calling, and... them, they're calling them big, massive dumps all over. <laughs> big, massive dumps. Don't, don't call it a dump back? Yeah, that's a good one, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Adventures of Danny and Mike. To my right, Mr. Danny Tate, really. Wow. Nope. That was a, that was a good, good intro, bud. And to his right, Mr. Michael C. Morona. I'm not going to lie to you. It was okay. <laughs> and my name is Jeremy. I had the fan on. Apologies. Uh, welcome to another episode. Uh, uh, this one is another spectacular nostalgia dump. Uh, gentlemen, I don't know if you remember this, but um, you guys had a uh, an article in Spin Magazine. Do you remember that? I don't even know if it still exists. November I do, of 94. I, I, I think I do remember this. Okay. Who interviewed us? I think, is there a Shannon, I think there's a Shannon Hoon article in there when he had just died. Ah, uh, ninety four. I don't know. Um, it's it's all about like uh, Green Day, and the title below is the year punk broke. And I know when we're thinking of punk rock, the year Green punk Day broke is, us. is not. Uh, uh, You're saying nineteen ninety four is not no, the no year us. that punk broke. Um, no, because the the I feel like the the VHS it, like, came it became, out. It broke. It became popular. Thanks to yeah. Offspring because of and all yeah Green, Green Day, Day and Offspring and, exactly, uh, so, but you yes. you guys have a uh, Twin Peaks it's called an article in this magazine and it says there's something weird going on in the neighborhood it's called the images of Pete and Pete, um, it's just there's not a lot of questions or anything but inside of this I found something else that we can play with uh, if you guys are ready there's really I mean it's just a we're gonna post this too with the episode so you guys can read it or whatever but this uh, what we're gonna do oh. There's a Bootsy Collins article in there, so I thought you. Hey, uh, all right, Cincinnati's yeah, so Cincinnati's own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what we're gonna do today is called the Punk SAT, and there's the PSATs. 15... They're also known as the PSATs. Yeah, the PSATs. Um, these are 
Uh, it's labeled as the following questions. Test your knowledge of hardcores, old and new schools. If you pass with flying collars, you can move on to college rock. Now, I feel like both of you have a very solid footing in the punk rock world. Um, just just putting it out there. I think there's 15 questions, so we'll just do them back to back, and then uh, whoever gets eight first is going to win the game. Um, and if there's a tie, I have a tiebreaker. So, without further ado, do you want to get going? Ooh. Do, do punk it. rock SATs, man. Punk rock from SATs. 1994. Yeah. Okay. So this is um let's just get right into it. Uh, don't say your answers out loud uh until I ask, just FYI. What? Yeah. You should I'm going to give buzz in. Well, you have you're going to have four four five things in each question to uh to give an, you know, I'm going to give you five answers and you guys have to pick the right one. So, first question, speaking of offspring. The offspring smash it. Come out and play. Keep them separated. Sounds uncannily like the song Bloodstains by a Southern California band with a hazardous sounding name. Who are they? A. Agent Orange. B. Chemical People. C. Poison Idea. D. Toxic Reasons. E. Toxic Shock. Um, Danny, would you like to go first? I, I only I'm only familiar with Agent Orange, so okay. I have to go with that. Michael, see what's your thoughts on this? Poison idea. Poison idea. C. Um, Unfortunately, uh, the answer uh, for you, Mike, is is A. So, Danny, you you nailed it. It's Agent Orange. I didn't know know they were from Southern California, though. So I listened to the song and it sounds nothing like it. But who knows what uh, their basis for judgment is in Spin Magazine 1994. All right. Question number two. On their song Nitro, the Offspring used a whoa, whoa, whoa choral vocal style that was pioneered by what East Coast group? A, the Coasters. B, the Drifters. C, the Misfits. D, Naked Raygun. E, Platters. The Misfits. Oh, Michael C with an early answer, number C. I'll say uh, the Platters because all that doo-wop stuff uh-huh. came before uh-huh. the Misfits. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, uh, unfortunately, the answer is C, Misfits. So, Michael C, you have a point. It's a tie ball game going in to question Metal Metal claims the Misfits. Punk Rock claims the Misfits. You can't have them both. Well, that's on the Punk punk Rock SAT. I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. Okay, question four. Uh, Three, question three. Question three. Bad Religion is one of the longest-running SoCal punk bands. Members of Bad Religion were in which Southern California hardcore bands? A. Fear and Germs. B. T-Sol and Angry Samoans, or T-S-O-L. And C. Bad Brains, Reagan Youth. D. Suicidal Tendencies and X. Or E. Circle Jerks and Red Cross. Bad Religion, one of the longest-running SoCal punk bands. Yes. Which started Epitaph Records? I'm going to say A. Mike's going A. All right. Danny T. We'll go with the last one. Circle Jerks? I don't know. Circle Jerks. All right. Well, uh, the answer to question number three is E. Circle Jerks and Red Cross. Nice. Danny, back on the board. Back on the board. Um, Use my deduction skills on that one. Yeah. I don't know if you have any, uh, I mean, you're both Misfits fans, I'm presuming, um, or maybe were in a past whoa, life. Whoa, whoa, Sorry. Why are you going I mean, back on questions? We're talking, about, we're talking about bad religion. And That's true. Yes, I was a very big bad religion fan, but I didn't know that 
those members were earlier hardcore bands, but I know those hardcore bands on my own. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Michael C., you got some ground to make up in question number four. Here I am. In 1983, on their second, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on their second album, Bad Religion added keyboards to their lineup and were widely viewed in the punk scene as sellouts, much like Green Day when they did that acoustic song. <laughs> Something unpredictable. You know, you know the song. Uh, so in 83, uh, Bad Is Religion. Is that an Oasis cover? No. No, that was a, uh, a sentimental Green Day song that everybody they thought were that afraid they that Bad Religion was that. going new wave, and it really yeah. upset people. With the addition of keyboards. Right. So in 83, they put out a record that, that people labeled them sellouts. What was the name of that record? A, Brain Salad Surgery. B, Inna Gata Devita. C, Into the Unknown. D, Into the Void. Or E, Machine Head. Into the Unknown. You think A. you're going, Mike's going A, and uh, DT, you're going C, Into the Unknown? And the answer is C. Mike, you're down too, Mike. I can't help it. You're hitting bad religion. I know. I'm, I'm not, it's, I know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, here comes some... Uh, when you have a song called Fuck Armageddon, This Is Hell, and then you put out a record that has keys on it, and you're bound to upset some people. Yeah. I you don't, don't think they sold out, do you? It was 83, you know? A lot of yeah, shit was changing. It was like, they, what are you going to say, that they sold out because they started a major record label, even though Epitaph is not considered a major record label, but it is a major record label? Oh, it is, yeah. I would oh. think. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They're, 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 they're pioneers. Well, there you go. Some of the most politically charged, and but yet melodic and poetic vocalists. Charged. Charged. All right, Mike, um, I feel, I'm going to let you answer this one first. I feel like this is one of my favorite bands from that era. So uh, here, here goes a question. Number five, Spike has heard that the 1982 album Milo Goes to College is a seminal influence on all the new pop punk bands he and his friends love to mosh to. But a bump on the head from an uncaught stage dive the night before has caused him to partially lose his memory. And he can't remember the Poor name Milo. Yeah, of the band that recorded the LP. Oh. When he heads to his local record shop to purchase it, what group should he ask for? Mm. All right, Mike, you're the first one. Here are your answers. Uh, A, the Adolescents. B, the Ancestors. C, the Codependents. D, the Descendants. E, Independents. D, final answer. D <laughs> is your final answer. Thank God. Uh, my, uh, I'm gonna say D T. Yeah, you're I saying hate D-T. that though. I don't, you can drop. Wasn't... You can drop D. Oh yeah, I, I used to love drop D. Uh, you could just put one finger on the chords and it sounds good. Anywhere on the fret. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Yes. Thank that, you. Was that when you were in that your days of the new cover band in the mid nineties? It was not days of the new. <laughs> no, I actually. Yeah, I I went to. I don't know. I think I've told this on the podcast before, but I I. There was one band in Dayton that I really liked, and they were in they were in that Descendants kind of like pop punky shit. And so they had auditions, and I went one day, and I was so nervous the night before that I stayed up all night just pra- practicing the riffs, so that when they said, "Hey, just come jam," because they had people coming in all day, came in, tried to jam out, and just was horrible. Basically, sat there and watched them play the whole time, and I was like, you know, trying to look like I was doing something. And uh, that must have been fun. Yeah, that was uh, Pearl Jam. That's, no, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't good. It was it not good. I failed, and I went home and went to bed. Yeah, 
unfortunately. Um, all right. Question six. After Milo left the band, former members of the aforementioned group formed another band, which has recorded eight albums before recently signing to Interscope. What is the band's name? Um, the answers are A, All, B, Biz, C, Cheer, D, Fab, or E, Tide. This is uh, Milo's new band after leaving the aforementioned band. Uh, Danny T, what do you think? A, All. A, All. Okay. Also A all. Ooh, A all. All right. Well, the answer is A all. <laughs> Very good. Come on. I, I'm glad you. Yeah. I'm glad you know your uh, descendants' history. That makes me happy. All right, we're halfway done. Gentlemen. Well, listeners, this has been fun. Just you know, doing a little punk rock flex. No big deal. Just a this little. Is, uh, you know just what I mean? A little one. No big deal. Daddy did spend I'll say some what, of his I'll say what the, formative that, years that, in Southern California. That, that yes, is true. That is, yeah. that is true too. Yeah. There's going to be some. Uh, I didn't know if we needed to have like they start talking. If, there, if there's a face to face question in there, you, you, y'all in trouble. Uh, well, That's what I'm saying. I don't want to ruin it. But uh, next question, number seven, on the album Punk and Drublick, the band NoFX does a song called Punk Guy, in which there's a lyrical reference to being more PC than Ian. Which famous Ian are they referring to? This is so easy. You guys better get this. <laughs> a. Ian Asbury. B. Ian McKay. C. Ian Gillian. D. Ian McCulloch. Or E. Ian Dury. Uh, Michael C., you're up. B. B. Ian McKay. Ian McKay. All right. And Danny T? I would also say B, but I, I would like to say that it would it would make me happy to know that it was Ian Dury, because if they were making an Ian Dury in the Blockheads reference, uh, I would think that Noah Fix was cooler than I think they are now. Yeah, I think that's too deep for Spend Magazine 1994, but you're both right. It's Ian McKay. Uh, of course it is. Got How could McKay. it not be? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Number eight. Uh, just FYI, let's uh, score. You know, a score uh, update here. Danny's up six to four on. Yeah, Michael we need C. him to stumble. Yeah, six to four. All right. Hey, uh, I can't. I can't help it. I'm sure I'll stumble. Two more, and the let game is basically over. Let me just take yeah. another hit. Oh, two, yeah, there you go. Uh, two more, and it won't. That's a <laughs> two more, and it won't matter. Right. Right. Um, but I feel a comeback here. We should go. We should. We should do them all. Let's not be crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, well maybe. Uh, there is a uh, uh, comes a double point time, maybe. Maybe I'll do, do that. Okay. In the same no effect song, the protagonist jumps similar to Springa. Which East Coast hardcore band did this Springa sing for? SDS, SOA, SSD, SSL, or SST? <laughs> Michael See, you're in the uh, you're you're uh, behind, so you get to answer it first. E S S T. E S S T. That that means I was wrong. Uh, Danny S S T S S T is the, I don't I don't, I'm I tuned out of the question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, which East Coast hardcore band did the Springer sing for? S D S S O A. SSD, SSL, or SST. Oh, it's, it's in the same No Effects song. The protagonist jumps mm. similar to Springer. 
I'm going to say C S O D. I don't know. I was never it's a big. B. I was it's never S-O-A. a big. It's S O A. Yeah, sure. It is C S S D. S S D. It's students for a democratic society. Okay. Not uh, super speed disc or whatever the uh, no Gosh, computer lingo even, is. Even when I'm even when I'm fucking closing my eyes and throwing the darts, I'm hitting bullseyes. Guys. That's in you. Well, this is this fucking Iggy Pop is rubbed off. This on is you. like this is osmosis of the highest order. Oh, All right. Yes. Um, in 1985, Spring as band combined hardcore with metal. What was the name of that album? A. Back to the known. B, break on through. C, break it up. D, into the unknown. Or E, lick it up. Ooh. Yeah, Danny T. Uh, no pressure here. But, I don't know. Uh, I've never, I've never listened to Springer. Yeah, I mean, not on my radar at all. Um, so I'm just gonna uh, throw to it out there. Break Back on through. To- break mm-hmm. it up into the unknown or lick it up. Break it up. Break it up. Like, Didn't you guess into the unknown for one of the other ones? Uh, um, yeah. in, I'll guess into, into the, the void, unknown. maybe. Okay. I'll guess into the unknown. Okay, cool. C is correct. Unfortunately, though, that makes eight for Danny. Uh, that is trouble. All right, from here on out, two point questions. You ready? All right, Danny has eight. What a nostalgia dub. What does this have to do with Nickelodeon? Well, it just has we it's a nostalgia. It. Yes, it's a nineteen ninety four magazine. What was the cool part of the story? Was there a cool article? Would do were we quoted in it at all? Is there any sort of anything? Give substance? us anything, Jerry. The all poor right, people who are listening to thing. this are like, Oh God, punk rock my face. Uh, we came here for a nostalgia dump of of Nickelodeon and and Pete and Pete and well, nostalgia can be anything. No, I'm I mean yeah. I'm I'm clearly but, I'm I'm fine with this podcast. Okay. However well then all right, here's a question based on that article. Um, you started your own band called The Blowholes. What yes. are the three uh, people in your band? Clem, who's played by Aaron Schwartz. Well, I'm sorry, what, what, the is the, what, are, what are their labels, not their names? He's changing, he's changing the, the terms of the question. Uh, oh, uh, what the hell? No, uh, oh, man. I mean, I... I know that do we all have we all had we all had like other names. Oh, I guess uh, I was thun, I was Thunderball. No, more like nickname. He, basically, it's uh, the quote it's is mutton chops or what was yeah the uh, blowholes confirms Tamborelli with a teacher, a meter man, and one of my friends. Yeah, so Clem being my friend. Yeah, meter man Mel being Marshall Crenshaw and but did Sid- they have? And Sid Straw was Miss Fingerwood. Right. No, her, I, her name, her nickname was Cooter. What about the rest of any of the was, other ones have nicknames? Not, she does not. Cooter. Yes, it was. Um, uh, Mike, Mike oh, at the wizard? end. Right. Oh, Wizard. Wizard. Uh, Mike, at the end, you have a quote saying, um, it's more of a big happy love in at the Wrigley household. Another suburban myth. That was your quote. Which I, part there's is no the, question. What is no, the suburban myth? Yeah, in response to what? Um, just uh, can't help but add to the show's cult cachet. Guest stars, however, are merely subordinate to the exploits of the Pete's two brothers who experience weirdness and perfect harmony. It's more of a big happy love-in at the Wrigley House. Another suburban myth. 
Now, what would there to be to tell stories about if it was just a big happy love in? I mean, they do have lurid tales. Yeah, you're the one that said it, Michael. Yeah. So were you? I mean, I feel like a lot of times we did interviews, we were just kind of dicking around and fishing for someone to get antsy or make a face. I'm not Spin Magazine, 1994. That's a big time. I, I, you know, Spin Magazine 1994 Dude, it was big time. Spin was huge. Spin almost took over Rolling Stone. I feel like it got so big. And guess what? They all fucked up. They all fucked up. They all decided that they were going to keep their cold, lifeless fingers grasped to the paper. Now and, Teen Vogue and, is and, eating and their and, lunch. And, and missed out on opportunity that Stereo Gum and Brooklyn Vegan and all of these, you know, massive... Teen Vogue will eat them Websites. all. So stupid. They should have been the ones. Mm. If I want my news, well, my music news, and my breaks, I wanted to go to spin.com and rollingstone.com. You used to. You used to. Not now, anymore. Now it's a joke. Nope. All right. Two- now I cross to the other side of the web when I see those addresses. Uh, oh, spin, get the hell out of here. God. Spin.com. Come on. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's eight to five. Danny's in the lead from here on out. Two points. Still a question. Yes. Um, this one, this one goes to Britain. This is British hardcore question uh, number ten. British hardcore, which was typed uh, typified by a wall of noise, enormous rooster mohawks, and spiky leather outfits, which uh, Michael C. Uh, just rocked most of his childhood. Um, I don't know about the spiky leather, but the mohawk. I, yeah. I don't know about childhood either. Like I grew up oh. the feral kid from Mad Max. Thrive <laughs> <laughs> um, from 79 to 83. Which of these bands does not belong in the category of British hardcore? Ready? A, Discharge. B, UK Subs. C, Exploited. D, GBH. C, e, Rancid. Michael C., Rancid, get them the fuck out of there! Really? Jesus wow, Rancid. So uh, I'm really upset they didn't say anything about the Anti Nowhere League because that's that that's what I want to be hearing. That that's my kind of yeah English hardcore. Um, uh, wh- Although they were wearing black Doc Martens with white laces, so I don't know what that means. Yeah, the fucking Doc Martens are ruined now forever um, by racists. Uh, do you, um, Danny T? What's your answer? Discharge, UK subs, exploited, GBH, or Rancid? They're the only band that's not English. Is Rancid? Yeah. All right. You can't give if him you, the answer, Jeremy. You got to make him say it. Uh, that that is the <laughs> answer. You both got it right. So <laughs> ten seven um, is our score. I thought it was nine and uh, nine seven. Now, well, the two point nine, questions, ten? my friend. Oh right, two Jesus Christ! Okay. Come on. All right. Okay. Here Sorry, I can't keep with this. This is just, you know. Hey, it's a nostalgia dump. What are you going to do? This is a nostalgia dump. I'm yeah. very nostalgic right now. I want to go get my records. I want to go put on Milo Goes to College. To yeah. Record. Get a little Milo in your life. All right. Number yeah, 11. It is kind of hard, though. That, you know, <laughs> there, there are songs on that record that are hard to listen to in front of Alfie. Yeah. Or put ever. on a later I one. Wanna, like, I want to smell your muff. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> It's going to take a couple of years to figure out what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Took me like 16. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, question. Smell off? Wait, this bring this. Just give me one second. Yeah, please. Go, go right. My, one of my, my, my absolute oldest friend, uh, 
and his name is Chris, and he grew up in Maywood, and that's where I live. And he remembers one time where he was in my parents' house in Wyckoff after we moved, and I was secretly playing him one of my dad's Monty Python records, and the song Sit On My Face and Tell Me That You Love Me was one of the songs on that record, and I thought that was very funny. And I'd also kind of just found out what it meant. And so I played it for him, and my dad came down and was like, oh, shit, like, you should be listening to this. He's like, ah, oh, shit. Your mouth. Yeah. I kind of remembered that story. I know I'm not, like, it's not a vivid memory in my mind, but I do remember it. And he texted me, like, uh, three days ago and was like, hey, I just, uh, I just, I'll just read it because it's so good. This is like one of the poor kid went his whole life not knowing what it meant. Essentially. Wait, that your makes friend? Sense to anybody. Yes. Here's a completely random memory that entered my brain for no reason at all. I have a memory of being in your basement in Wyckoff and getting caught listening to your dad's Money Python record. You were playing the sit on your face and tell me that you love me song. I am today years old when I learned that song was in any way sexual. <laughs> I always thought it was just about, you know, sitting on a face, like in the silly way, like farts. <laughs> it doesn't, I don't know if the song mentions farts ever. It doesn't, but I think he was like, what, why would, you know, what else would you do when you sit on someone's face? That's it. He Chris, assumed the only thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like Chris's, Chris's wife might have uh, had a most enjoyable Saturday. Mm. You married a crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> just glad he didn't get into orgies. You know what I mean? Anywho, I okay. just thought that was funny, and I, I'm sorry for the the sidebar. Oh, no. Um, all right, let's move on. 10 to 7. Danny's up. Two-point questions. Number 11. Billy Joel. Nope. Scratch that. Oh, it's a Billy Joel nope. question? Then, then... <laughs> Billy Joel. Wants to do a Dickies medley as part of his band's encore. What TV show theme song do they have to learn? A, the Banana Splits. B, the Brady Bunch. C, Mary Tyler Moore. D, Peanuts. Or E, Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn. Uh, Danny e. T, what is your answer? E, Peter Gunn. E, Peter Gunn. Uh, Michael C? I know it is the Spy Hunter theme. Uh, the Dickies medley? No. Which are, which one the, are you guessing? The theme from Peter Gunn. Oh, you're guessing? I'm saying, I'm saying E. Okay. Well, you're both wrong. Uh, the answer... <laughs> banana Splits. Banana Splits. Huh? Yeah. Oddly enough. Um, oh, I just jumped on it. I wasn't sure. It's funny, too, because I had an episode of Peter Gunn on, on, on the reel, you know, like a, a full episode on Sounds like a Dickies film. thing to do, though, to cover that. Yeah. I don't know why. But Their version of Paranoid is also very good. I hung on to this huge fucking metal box of film, 60 millimeter or whatever, Super 16, film forever, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. And I just lugged this fucking thing around for years and then got really poor once and uh, sold it for like 20 bucks on eBay. So that's my... What'd you do with the That's film? my Peter Gunn uh, story, yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Wow. We're still at 10 to 7. Two-point questions. Number 12. This is a verbal question, as if none of the other ones were. Fill in the blank. Green Day is to the Buzzcocks as Pennywise is to 
A, bad religion. B, Bank of California. C, Christian death. D, uh, pound foolish. Or E, poor Richard. There's already too many too many band names. You're going to have to start over. It's going to be bad religion. Yeah, it's bad religion, Bank of California, Christian death, pound foolish, or poor Richard. Uh, E, circle jerks. (laughs) And uh, Danny, you said A, which is the correct answer. 12 points for you, bud. Um, I feel like they're making some of these band names up now. Oh, you mean the Bank of California is not a real band? Who knew? All right. This is a math question um, in the punk SAT. Yeah. Uh, Waddle wants to hear one of Green Day's influences, but he's short on pocket money. He could buy a brand new Ryko disc reissue of the Undertones first album which sells for 11.99 or a used copy of the buzzcocks singles going steady which costs 5.50 he already had a dollar 32 how much change does he need to beg for if he steals the undertones record and transfers the 2.99 sticker sheet from social distortion to prison bound on the buzzcocks jesus h that is a crazy question and i don't expect either of you to get it uh my answer my answer is my perfect cousin all right, well, the, the answers are $10. Or teenage kicks or teenage kicks. $10.67, and $9. $2.51. That's D. Michael C., what do you think? Yeah, no, none That's of those. Uh, the answer, I mean, I, I guess you have to put a math question in if it's an SAT, but uh, the answer is $1.67. He has to beg for $1.67. Oh, so. Yeah, well, I don't think this. Yeah. My perfect cousin. Um, my you, perfect cousin. You don't, uh, Jeremy. You don't feel proud of yourself after having administered that quiz. Well, um, you feel there are two more yourself. questions, but uh, one they're both math questions, so I'm not sure how they're going to work. Here is holy one, holy Get my teenage kicks right through the night. All right. Wow, what is that? I'm not even sure what you're doing. I'm just there. You got me on the undertones right now. Oh, okay. All right, great. In my head. Do you know who the undertones are, Jeremy? I, you, I be don't. Honest. No. There's a there's an Very intro. Good. There's an intro to the undertones, and they say they're from Derry, which is the Akron, Ohio of <laughs> of Northern Ireland. Interesting. What is? How does the undertones fit in this? They're, a, they're just they're like an OG punk rock band. band. They're Northern Irish. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. All right, gents. Well, uh, 12 to 7 was the game. Um, I think you should ask some more um, five-point questions. Well, there, there's... Uh, yeah, give him one zinger question. Here's, one zinger question to win it oh, all. Give oh, Mike the chance. A zinger question. I, yeah, I, I actually I played drums for zinger. Well, I thought... <laughs> we turned it... Right, there is another. And then you left the band. They joined some yeah, and some fine, guy I named formed, Wayne. Join, judge joined, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just call it Winger." I formed UK Subways after that. Jeremy loved Winger when he was oh, a kid. Oh god, I used to have a shirt. I used to have a Winger shirt. I might get another Winger shirt. Why not? You know, um, there is a tiebreaker I had, so let's just do that. It's called Howdy Neighbor. It's uh, it's somehow. I, I don't know what the theme is, but it, it, the uh, description is rock it's about stars. Cow, are it's about cowpunk. Probably the most dysfunctional of all so-called professionals. From relief, blah, 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 shotgunning beers, Jack Daniels, yada, yada. But now there's a kinder, gentler alternative. Fred Rogers, longtime cardigan with sneakers, fashion rebel guru, 
has collected nuggets of wisdom. Um, I don't know if there's a question here so far. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this sounds like a lot of our listener questions that we get, voicemails that aren't questions. Well, here, uh, what it is is it's quotes from, uh, I guess it's quotes from these artists. So you, I'm going to tell you the quote and you pick. We're going to go one and one. There's eight questions and whoever, you know, gets the most wins. So these are all quotes from artists. And I'll give you the pool of artists right from the get-go. It's Beck, Morrissey, Trent Reznor, Kurt Cobain, Dave Perriner, Winona Ryder, Jay Maskus, Michael Jackson, Billy Corgan. That's your pool, all right? So, Michael C., question one for a 1,000 points. Deep within us, there lives a feeling of wanting to be lovable, of, of wanting to be a kind person that others like to be with. Who said that? Michael Jackson. Oof. No, I'm sorry. That was Morrissey. You know, it's love. I didn't, I didn't know that well, that was what, one of the Morrissey, choices. Well, guess what, Morrissey? You fucked up because you all your meat-eating fans, go tell you tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so how can you be open and, and that's some, yeah, that's that's some garbage. Some fucking, quiz, some fucking bullshit, Morrissey. <laughs> all right. Uh, the second quote is, Mutually caring relationships will also include some measure of unkindness and impatience, intolerance, pessimism, envy, self-doubt, and disappointment. That sounds like Kurt Cobain. John John Legend. <laughs> it's actually one of my one of my OG nineties bands that I love, Dave Perner. Oh, it's Dave Perner. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's another I used to, I was on a huge soul asylum kick for a long time. Even bought his new shit. You know what I mean? One of them. And then I Sort of stop. I stopped listening to Dave Perner when he when his hair got uh, not so crazy. You know, he just wanted to outdo Kurt Cobain. That's he just he wanted to have like b bugs and shit in there, right? Which know? is why that that also sounded like there could have been Kurt Cobain quote. Also, you know, white guy with dreads, so minus points for that. Oh God! Did anybody tell did anybody tell the lead singer from Counting Crows, Adam Durst, that that's not cool? True. Let's move on. Um, Here's a quote. Angry words are a healthier outlet for feelings of rage and aggression that are ang than are angry acts such as hitting, Rogers. kicking, or biting. I was going to say Michael. that is Michael Jackson to a T. It's Trent Reznor, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Trent, okay. okay. Trent just cool. wants, you know, he just wants everybody to be cool. Um, after he fucks him like an animal. That, yes, <laughs> after he fucks him like an animal. <sighs> Okay. This is the single, guys. Yes, right. This was pre... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. This is next one is, it's a mistake to think that we have to be lovely to be loved by human beings or by God. <sighs> Janie, you've... Uh, you've Share. You've met this guy. Michael Jackson. No. Share. No, Share's not on the list. That's a big no. It's Michael Jackson. It is not. It's Jay Maskus. Dinosaur <laughs> Jr. God, we are not doing what you. That does make sense. I mean, that does that is a theme of, I guess, most of his songs. Yeah. I feel the pain of everyone. Yeah, you could argue. Yeah, there you go. Kind of a... And I feel the. Oh, it's totally J. Maskus. You're right. All right, this next one um, is very easy. It's, it's uh, the quote is, "You can't be a winner all the time." Again, the Winona writer, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Scott Lee. I like, I think, I think whatever I say should be who says it. And well, I want to do and make a video about it. Oh, Brandon what? Lee, who played Bruce Lee, not Jason Scott. <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is Beck. I'm a loser, baby. Uh, yeah. Can't be a winner all the time. You got to be a loser sometimes. 
So that's well, his. That's very, yeah, his. That's that was Beck being like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're. Do- hey, can you give us a quote for this cool spin magazine thing that we're doing? Yeah. So like, I'm gonna confound you with my quote. Yeah. Um. So just just to recap of what's left: Kurt Cobain, Winona Ryder, Michael Jackson, Billy Corgan. Okay. It is normal for children to have all sorts of fear as they grow, and it's normal for these fears to take shape of imaginary creatures or people. What do you guys Michael think? Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson? Yeah, it's Michael Jackson. One of uh, Mike's wait. former uh, friend meetups. Meetup. Uh, I guess you just met him once, right? We've talked about it. Go back on the podcast and listen. All right. Number seven, almost done. We reason that if we're perfect... If we do a perfect job, we will receive perfect love. Jay Mascus. <laughs> this guy used to have hair, <laughs> and then it just it's went away. Yeah. Billy, Billy Corgan. Yeah. Not fair. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Last question. I think we probably. Life is not fair to Billy Corgan. Yeah. You like Billy Corgan? You like Smashing Pumpkins? Why? I Why love, has I life used, not been I mean, fair to Billy Corgan? I still listen. I don't know. He just is always still whining. Yeah, you hear his mouth, though. That's so the he's problem. He's always still yeah. whining because that was his shtick. But yeah. yes, he's he figured it out. He made some money. He lost his band. He got some of it back. Yeah, though. Yeah. I saw I saw Smashing Pumpkins three different times, and every time Darcy had her back to the stage, and it made me so incredibly upset mm. and angry. Back and to she, the audience. Yeah, she, yeah, back to the audience. Excuse me. And then she was just like, didn't care about being there. So she didn't need to, to come back with them. They tried. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Drugs will do that too. Drugs are bad. So fucked yeah. up. Okay. Hope she's. All right. Last better. question. Uh, whoever, uh, let's see. Number eight. All right. How essential is it to find safe ways of expressing how we feel about what is important to us? I mean, Stevie Wonder. How essential. It is to find safe ways of expressing how we feel about what is important to us. It's either Winona Ryder or Kurt Cobain. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot it. I thought I thought Winona Ryder said that thing about the shoplifting. Oh, no. no, it was it. Uh, it's Kurt Cobain. So, okay, I believe that. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, I know it wasn't as. Um, so I won, is what you're saying? I think we all lose this, in this scenario. Do we all lose in yeah, this scenario? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Although, especially uh, David uh, Bruzy, because go he, through go through that magazine and and what are, what are the the releases that what were the records? The new, the new records. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you Let's mean finish spin? Up with that. Finish up with something I- interesting. Well, one of my favorites that I still have and still listen to on the regs, Aria Monster. Very 94. good. Yep. Uh, that's that's the uh, the big one. But also, um, Liz Fair has an album. Brooke Assault. George Jones. Oh, it's, it's, it's in there. Whip, Whip Smart. Is that the record? That is the it's record. I think. And there's a whole uh, page ad for it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I ha- I, that's a great for record. The video watchers. Um, there's also, uh, speaking of the devils, Smashing Pumpkins, Pieces, Iscariot must have just came out. Pisces. 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 Iscariot. Um, an American Music Club, which I remember the name, but I don't think I ever listened to the band. And then let's not forget the Cranberries. No need to argue. Oh shit, man! And the Roots. Do you want more? 
came out. I'm gonna say ninety four is a good. There's so many. Ninety four is a very good year. Jesus and Mary Chained. So, Stone to the Crooked Rain. Crooked Rain. Headshot oh, yeah. Boys. <laughs> yep, that's all. Uh, and then there's some singles, I guess. You know, Beer Can had just come out by Beck. Beer Can. Gangstar. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of lot of gems in here. There's also a, f- a feature on Absolutely Fabulous, which is. Ab Fab, great show. Yeah. Can't beat that show. Which is being great. rebooted. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my god. Are they do are they in it? Is it them? I think or they did a reboot like already. New people. Oops. Oops. Oops, you did it again. No, I I'm just saying you're gonna have oh, to right. check Spin magazine from nineteen ninety four to find out. <laughs> there are some other great things. Um obviously you audio listeners are not gonna get this, but uh Jeans XAM. Uh, Daisy Fuente is doing ads as well as, well as Muggsy Bogues, who uh, fits inside of, you know, the guy in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, lots of great things. So we'll, this we'll is a real photos. nostalgia dub. We'll take some pictures and put them on yeah. somewhere and, and hope nobody sues us. Illmatic. Uh, I don't know when that, did that came out in 94. Yeah. Uh, there's also fun things in here, like leave a message for a rock star. And it's one nine hundred eight eight four spin uh, which we should probably call. I'm sure, just to they, see if it I'm works. sure they all got to where they needed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, gents. And, uh, well, what a fabulous. Well, this was a fun spin magazine dump. nostalgia dump. I'm, yeah, I'm going I, to listen to. I'm going to go listen to Milo goes to college. Now. Let's all listen to Descendants. You out there as well. Turn on some Descendants after you listen to the entire catalog of the Adventures of Danny and Mike. <laughs> and then listen to all after that. Yeah. A a all and some Pisces Iscariot after that maybe. Just to wrap it all up. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're part of the Last Podcast Network. Check us out, lastpodcastnetwork.com. Lots of great shows there. Also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Danny and Mike with the N spelled out. We have a voicemail. If you have a problem, let us know at 347-470-8150. Maybe we can help you. And if you can find us, you can hire the A-team. That's right. Uh, great A-team reference. Uh there's no such thing. Eh, they're actually few and far between these days. They're so 1994. <laughs> it's not funny. Also, uh, I remember watching the A Team in 1994 on the sick TV that my parents had because we were never allowed to have TVs in our bedrooms, and it was like a crappy antenna turn dial, so you get channel two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen, and then the A Team channel. Oh my and god! The A Team channel. Well, the A Team channel was channel eleven, WPIX here in New York. Guys, I completely. Missed one of the best ads in the whole thing. Dan, 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 dan. Chocolate and cheese, oh, nice. baby. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good. It's uh, a good Ween yeah. album, and that's uh, my favorite song. Yeah, like I said, I blame the free newspaper. Yeah. Anywho, uh, also check out our website, dannyandmike.com. Uh, Danny's at T Tambrelli, and at Danny Tambrelli on the Instas at Michael C Morono on the Twitters. I am at Remy Balin on most things at Jeremy Balin on the Insta. Uh, what else, gents? What did I miss? Anything? Just That's no it. more dumps. What All right. can I say? Well, what am I thanks supposed for to listening. Say? Thank you so I'm much for tuning in. Say. And uh, we'll boys. catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. The Adventures of Danny and Mike stars Danny Tamborelli and Michael C. Marona. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Baylor. This podcast is part of the Last Podcast Network, which can be found at lastpodcastnetwork.com. Make sure to check that out for a ton of great shows. For more information on the guys, visit our website at dannyandmike.com. 
Also look us up on Twitter at Danny and Mike with the N spelled out and on Facebook at facebook.com slash the adventures of Danny and Mike. Thanks for listening. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.